Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart TV, and I'm so excited to share with you this episode, well, two episodes, both with Jason Zuck, the social psychic. Not only is he the social psychic, but he's also an attorney at law in five different states, and I just find everything about Jason so fascinating that we did two shows with him. The first one, all about, there's just so much information, all about his background and how he got into doing what he's doing. The second one, he actually uh, read me, and man, was he good. He like nailed it out of the ballpark for everything that he said about me. And I don't want to spoil it, but I hope you guys watch both shows because they're both awesome. Have a great time. I hope you enjoy them. Welcome to our show, and thanks for joining us. This is Grateful Heart, the motivational Arizona real estate and business show. We're here to inspire you to believe in yourself, to dare to dream about your infinite and divine possibilities, to blow open your mind to creating your most abundant reality possible, as our thoughts are so powerful. I found turning my own personal grief into gratitude raised my vibration to be in tune for receiving prosperity, health, and connecting to God's source. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. If you have any questions and are watching us live on our Facebook page, you can comment and we will do our best to answer while we are live on the show, so do not be shy. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you. Live from Phoenix, Arizona, it's the Grateful Heart Show with your host, Rebecca Rains. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Grateful Heart TV. I'm your host, Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns. And today I have an amazing guest sitting on Zoom waiting to talk with you. And this is going to be a two-part series because there's so much good content that I want to share with you guys. I can't do it all in one episode. So make sure you guys pay attention and watch both. My guest today is Jason Zuck. And I'm going to let Jason introduce Jason. So please pay attention and enjoy. What you're thinking about internally? Probably not. But that's something that I can do. It's happened multiple times. I'm Jason, I'm the social psychic, and I'm also an attorney. Hi, this is Jason. I'm excited about doing this YouTube channel for many reasons. One of them is because since 2004, my grandfather passed away and I had a spiritual experience, which I least expected. Basically, I was in a hotel room and I always had this premonition that the day he died, I'd be by myself with no one to console me. Unfortunately, that actually happened. I did have a little notice about his death because he had a stroke, but I was expecting to be able to get back to New Jersey to see him, and that never happened. But the orbs of light that appeared in my hotel room immediately after learning that he died changed my life and set it on a different path than I ever would have expected. I basically pick up information off people. I read energy, I call it. I simplify it to say that I can go into a grocery store, for example, and sense people's energy around me. I don't look into people's energy without their permission. But that's the kind of stuff that I find has happened since 2004 my grandfather passed away. I'm a lawyer in terms of my formal training, and I love what I do. I help people with disaster uh, damage to their property, and I've done that for the last 14 or 15 years as well. On an aside, a couple of things to note. When I first started becoming intuitive, I was in denial about it. I, I wouldn't tell people about it, but then I'd go out to a bar or go out to a restaurant and be around people I hardly know and their loved ones would come through. Or I would be in an environment where I would just pick up something and I've eventually grown to appreciate what I do. I've grown to make it a part of my life and embrace it instead of ignore it. If any of you choose to ignore it, 
that's your decision. But I will say that if you don't ignore it, you could help a lot of people if you learn how to handle this stuff the right way. Purpose of this channel, let me get into a couple things. First, we're going to introduce a lot of concepts some of you may be familiar with. There'll be other concepts that might seem a little out there for you. Or there might be things we talk about or discuss that you may not potentially connect with. I'm just gonna ask you to keep an open mind. I had a narrow mind at first, and my particular perspective has grown as I experience different things in life, as I work with different people. Our particular channel, one of the things I wanna tell you is, we're gonna have some mini-series. One of the things that I enjoy doing is highlighting cold cases where people go missing for over 10 years, and on occasion I can feel as if I can pick up on that person who might be deceased. One of these people that we're gonna showcase early on this channel is Jennifer Kessie. Uh, for those of you who don't know her story, she disappeared. She used to live in Orlando. Um, there's a lot of details about her case that are very, um, it's, it's in the media. You can look it up on other YouTube channels or just in general. But we're gonna come up with our own theory that we're gonna share with you. And that theory will hopefully give some light to some issues that other people have not been able to pick up on. And I have the utmost respect to Jennifer's family and anyone who's missing her. Uh, to present this stuff. When it comes to other things to know about the, you know, about me and about this channel, we have the Social Psychic Podcast, which is available in the description section below. So if you want to check that out, I highly encourage you to do that. We have a lot of featured authors that come on and talk about their books on different metaphysical or spiritual topics, meditation, mind-body wellness. There's a lot of things there that we showcase as well. It's been going on for over a year. Uh, so check that out. The other thing you can check out is We'll have some episodes about aliens and missing people as well in the future. Um, the first docuseries, the Jennifer Kessie episode I brought up already, that's going to be coming to you very shortly. So keep an open mind as I suggest it is our theory. I never hold anything I come up with to be all-inclusive. So just keep in mind that this is a theory about her, her, about her disappearance and about where you might be able to find more information about her, her perpetrators and the people that caused her injury. We're all here for a purpose. And from my vantage point, with what we're doing right now, I feel that this channel can really help and guide a lot of people understanding things. I'm not trying to say that this channel will be the end-all be-all for you. I'm just saying that I think that this could be stuff that you can learn about and, and think about. And that's what I want you to do, if anything, is try to think about the concepts we talk about. Thanks for watching this video. This is Jason Zook. Sorry about that, Jason. I told you before I started. I'm not the best at the little swipey swipey thing, but welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for us. having me on. It's a pleasure. So a when true was, pleasure. When was the last time that you actually watched your intro again? Probably, aside from today, probably when I did it a few years ago. I don't really watch myself once I edit it and put it out there. I um, Yeah. It's a rule I do with my show, too. I, I put the episode out there after I edit it and let it go and focus on the next. So it's been a while. So seeing that was interesting because... I'm thinking back to life before COVID, how things were back then right. and where things are now and how different I feel like we all are, you know? And but just, yeah, that's a great nostalgic trip for me. Good, well, just so you know, it says 11.11 on my timestamp right now. There we go, 1.11 okay. my time, 11.11 <laughs> your time. <laughs> that is so crazy. So, okay, so let me get to the meat of the show, people. Jason Zook, you are an attorney in five different states and I love that about you. And I resonate you. so much with you because your story is so much, like I, there are so many similarities as I learned about you and that I'm gonna share with our guests today. And I'm hoping at the very end of it, it's like what you said about you hope that people will just have an open mind.
Because unless you have an open mind, how are you going to heal or improve your situation in life if you're not open to new opportunities and new situations? And I'm just hoping anybody listening to our conversation today will have an open mind with a grateful heart. Because I will tell you, I watched three of your shows in preparation for today. Three of them. And the three, all of them I loved and I resonated with. But I have to ask you, Jason, you have been an attorney for 20 years, correct? And so when when I started researching you, I had to put on my outline, and I have to share this with our guest. You see next to your picture, there's a little picture of an Arizona paralegal training program. Um, (laughs) Yes. So June of 2001, I had considered being an attorney myself. And instead of going to law school, I had a little three-year-old daughter who's now 23. And I'm like, you know, maybe I should just go to paralegal school, check it out, see what I think. And then maybe if I really like it, I'll go into law school. Well, life does their, you know, life does its thing. And what I discovered is I really liked real estate. But law has, and I have to say, and I think when I saw it, looked at your website, I don't know if it has something to do with being intuitive where we're maybe pulled into the legal arena. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Because you were a lawyer first and then you dove into the world and the work that you do today. Can you share that with us? Interestingly, yeah, that's a great point you say. And I'll say this, I believe that our talents lead us to the path we're supposed to be on. So the fact that you have done real estate, I deeply admire that. I think we we need the best people possible in your field as well. And I believe that when it comes to intuitive abilities, that it, it generally comes into our ability to want to work with people, help people, help mm-hmm. solve problems, work big things out. So real estate or practicing law or any kind of these consultant type you know, fields, I feel like if you have a strong intuitive background, you're going to want to be in one of these areas and you gravitate towards that area. So I'm not surprised to see that you had an interest in being an attorney yourself. Yeah. uh, 100% understand that. Well, I think that's super cool. So you're licensed in five states. And the one thing that really intrigued me about your story, Jason, was today you are out in the public eye doing what you do. And I have a feeling there was some angst behind going from the professional because I watched the one video uh, that you did, the interview with, I think his name, let me take a peek. Um, I have to put my eyes on Mike Pozowski. Pozowski. Yes, he's a psychic from Wisconsin that I had on the show. Yeah, that was a fun interview. And you guys got into into the discussion about, um, I think he was talking about how he played uh, basketball in college. And his first experience of kind of coming out, you know, we're not talking about coming out in a sexual manner, we're talking about coming out in a spiritual manner. And that can be a little scary, especially when you're kind of up there in the professional world. Absolutely. It took me 10 years to have the courage, maybe longer. My grandfather passed away in 04, and that's when I realized I was an intuitive psychic medium after that experience with the orbital light in my hotel room, like you saw in my intro. Uh And it took me until literally January of 2017 to be able to say, you know what? I'm a psychic medium. I'm ready to do this. Um, comfortable enough in my law practice that I'm gonna take the deep plunge. But it really was the show, actually. Um, one of my best friends who I know here in Tampa. Megan? Megan, Megan Strickland, her name is. Uh, she persuaded me to become an open psychic. She met me, uh, it's Megan Kane, I should say, same name, same person. So she was she, the uh, other one I watched of your shows. And that was really fun. She's your best friend. You met her at a wedding. Best friend best friend and soulmate. We call each other soulmates because you know the Jennifer Kessie stuff? She's the one who motivated me not only to be an open psychic, but then to do the, 
missing cold cases with her. She's psychic too, by the way. I saw and that. That was awesome. So we aligned each other. You know how you were saying people come into each other's lives for a reason of synchronicity and all that? Mm -hmm. I believe very strongly. With that. Well, I have to say, I actually went back this morning because I wanted to finish listening to your show with Megan. The reason why I enjoyed the show with Megan, I needed to share it with one of my best friends because listening to the two of you on sh on camera totally reminded me of our maj the majority of our crazy conversations because you know we're both kind of been on this path together and you guys were talking about synchronicities and you know basically could finish each other's sentences and all the things you two talked about I was telling my girlfriend I'm like oh my gosh this is so cool I'm gonna interview this guy tomorrow and it's listening to him was like listening to one of our conversations and I couldn't find the show it's like it disappeared on me I listened to it I think over the weekend and I couldn't find which episode that was so you need to share that with me so I can share it with my girlfriend because Megan, Megan's the one who owns the store, right? The Crystal Royal Store? Royal Susie, yes. Yes, here in Tampa. It's a metaphysical store. And it's evolved over the last five years. It went from a small shop to a large, very large metaphysical store. And so she's progressed uh, a lot in the last several years as well. And so in Tampa, that's where the store is. And that's where you guys both live. So yes. are you yes. actually offering readings in her stores? That did I get that right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I that's how I started out as a psychic. She met me at a wedding and she's like, "Oh, I've heard about you for the last 10 years as a psychic through our social group of friends uh, at the University of Tampa where I went. I'm 9 years older than her." Uh -huh. And she heard about me through many years and then she walks up to me at a wedding that I was at and she was at and we happened to be at the same table and I didn't know her and she goes, "Hi, I'm Megan." And I want to help you become an open psychic and help you in general. You're going to be a, you know, you're going to be a busy psychic is basically what she said, because she, she just knew her just intuition knew. guided her to me. Mm -hmm. Well, I think from what I remember of the story, she had wanted to meet you once before and it didn't quite yes. happen. And then coinc coincidentally, you two ended up sitting next to each other at this table. And then the rest was history for the two of you, which I thought was 100%. super beautiful because we all need that friend. I think as we go along this path who you can bounce things off of and you're not, you know, when you're beginning to wonder if maybe you're a little crazy, you talk to her and she probably tells you, you know what, Jason, you're not crazy. You're just intuitive. You're just psychic. You're she we, we do that for each other, actually, because she has some big opportunities happening right now in her life. Uh -huh. And she's going to be on the Bodacious Minds podcast. And she's actually out in Vegas right now planning for that with her producers and with her co-host. And anyway, in the meantime, ever since the last five years have happened, Megan and I have been like each other's cheerleader and moral support through all the changes we've been through spiritually and spiritual stuff, too. When we give yeah. readings, we support each other in terms of the stuff that we sense and, and, and interpret. That is so cool. Well, I would love to meet Megan in person one of these days. I enjoyed your guys' show incredibly. Um, another thing, okay, so I need to ask you about your name, Jason. Number one, just so you know, I have two daughters, but I had the second daughter, I was gonna name her Jason, but then she became a Sarah. I, I don't know what that was all about, but I knew that I love the name Jason, but where did Zuck come from? Great. I had a premonition dream in 2012. My grandfather's last name is Zukovich. Ah. My my real name is Siafalo. Right. Uh, that's my my you know last name. What happened was I had a premonition dream in 2012. I came back. I used to work in Texas for Hurricane Ike, and I came back early on a Friday to visit all friends and whatnot. And when I got back, everyone that Friday afternoon it was like a holiday weekend, like Fourth of July or Memorial mm -hmm. Day. So I come back early, hoping to see friends back then, and uh, no one was available. So I stayed in my place, I was straightening up a little bit and I fell asleep on the couch and I had a premonition dream, very, very vivid, very 
very, I mean, if yeah. you think of our normal reality, like 1080, this was like 8,000K. Right. And uh, in my dream, I was in a bar and I asked around, like, who's here? And all these people are here. Who is, who's here? And this woman had these uh, feathered earrings on uh, and she turns her head and she goes, oh, Jason Zook, the social psychic's here. Ah! He's uh, giving out t-shirts and he's here for his show. They're recording. So at that point, I started wow. calling myself Jason Zook, the social psychic. And I figured at some point I'd have my own YouTube channel or show someday. And that's where I started coming up with the name from a dream. Well, I have chills seriously all over my body right <laughs> now. Fun. My crown is going crazy. So yes, that was definitely a divinely guided dream you had and it has given you inspiration. So now that you talked about the social psychic, will you please share with our audience, um, in your intro, you guys talk about social spirituality and yes. your name being the social psychic. Can you expound upon that so that people can understand where you're coming from with all of that? I'll keep this answer short, but I'll say the best way I can. Well, you're when an George attorney, Floyd come was on. Murdered, <laughs> okay. When George Floyd was murdered last year and we had the whole thing going on with COVID, I, um, I'd never protest before. I'd never been one who's an ad, ad activist, aside from being a lawyer where you advocate for your client's interests and you do the same yeah. in real estate. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you're not a jealousy advocate. But when George Floyd was murdered, I went to get my mom some cigarettes because she was staying by me that same time frame, and the road got shut down. So when the road was shut down, I couldn't get back to get cigarettes, so I, I had to park the car, and I get out to see why is everything so shut down? And this is when curfews are still going on in Tampa, okay. so I had like an hour of free time to myself. I go in front of the ch Channel 13, uh, you know, location at our off at where we, where we where I was, where I was stranded, and the police officer told me people were protesting, and I'm like, let me go check that out. My spirit guide said, go check this out. So I walked down the street, watched. I observed the first protest. I didn't do anything but watch it and kind of see what's up. And then a week later, my one of my close friends from college knew that I had posted up pictures from the first protest. Uh -huh. So she asked me to go to the second one. I went to the second protest, and that's when I realized this is important. This means right. a lot to me. What can I? I started asking myself as I was marching in the rain. I'm like, what can I do? What can I do? And my spirit guide said, you have a platform. You can use your platform as a voice for what you believe is important. So then I redid my intro to my show. I had a creative kind of meditative session. I revamped my intro and I started making it a goal to have and incorporate programming that deals with social justice stuff. So social spirituality to me rec represents kind of like where I feel like we are today. We're as a society trying to come together, trying to combat all the things in society that deal with our problems and social spirituality to me rep represents and reflects that if you consider yourself a spiritual person, then things like racism, discrimination, hatred, all those things can't exist because if you believe we're all spirit and we're all equal, then that's where social spirituality kicks in. And I believe that, you know, we should work together to bridge our gaps and try to find common ground wow. and work with one another moving forward so that we don't have escalations. Instead, we have understanding, peace and collegiality, I guess, cooperation. So those are my goals. I love that. And being the social psychic with your platform that you have, you you are doing basically what I am attempting to do in my own way, which is explore all these different modalities and share You're doing them. the same thing. You're not attempting. You're well, doing the same I as am me. Doing We're doing equal the same there. Thing, yes. But, you know, I, I look at it and you have the courage and you are actively practicing what you are preaching, which is you help people 
by reading them and giving them guidance and giving them direction. So just a tidbit for those of you guys who are watching, you need to pay attention because on episode two, I have asked Jason to read me. And I, whatever, no, don't hold anything back, Jason. Whatever you come (laughs) up with, you can share. I'm an open book. Um, And that said, I want to take a quick commercial break. We'll come right back because I want to dive into, you mentioned spirit guides. I want to talk about that real quick. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button, get mortgage option. Tara Creek and the TK team have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision. It deserves a strategic approach. The TK team provides you with a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score, helping you qualify for better rates and terms. Visit the TKteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you make the best decisions. The TK team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century already. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for your realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. However, my experience doesn't matter nearly as much as my clients' experience. I dare you to Google me. You'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Hi, my name is Rob Sell. I'm with Sell Home Inspections. Been doing home inspections in the Valley for about 20 years. I do a variety of home inspections from new builds, resale, commercial, multifamily units, fourplexes, duplexes, and even on up from there. I can be reached at 602-908-7355. Again, 602-908-7355. Thank you and I appreciate it. I look forward to hearing from you. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years? Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Lawyer's Title is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest group of title insurance underwriters, Lawyer's Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone, ask a realtor or loan officer today about using Lawyer's Title on your next real estate transaction. Lawyer's Title is a member of the Fidelity National Financial Family. Okay, we're back on the show. So Jason, right before break, I had asked you about spirit guides. There's a couple different spirit guides, I think, in my world that I can think of that mean a lot to me. Who are your spirit guides that you intuitively tap into for help every now and then? And I, I'm kind of curious because I, I, I know what one of them is or who one of them is. And For me, I, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Uh, my grandfather is one of my spirit guides. He guides me all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, are you referring your question to my spirit guides or to yours? To I just yours. I want to make sure I'm on the same page. Yours. 
You can read oh, yeah. mine later. So, you can introduce the show, uh, no everybody, worries, to no mine worries. later. My grandfather is a big part of my spirit guide. He is always there for me. I believe that there's angels involved in our lives that are potentially like higher level beings that help guide us. And I believe that that's something that, I, you know, other other spirit guides. I have a friend I met about a year and a half ago, and I met him, and his deceased aunt kind of just introduced herself to me. Nice. And so she she's the one who guided me to do the protests. I felt because after really? I was going to the protests and revamping my show, I feel like she's a, an influence and uh, a positive one at that. So that's awesome. Well, I have noticed that you ask a certain question on each of your shows that at least I've watched, and uh, <laughs> so one thing I thought was really fascinating was your totem animal. Oh. The owl, and the reason I love it. Yeah. the reason why I don't know if you clicked the link, but I'm gonna swipe over. And so, besides the legal, we have something else in common here. Oh wait, yeah. here we go. Let me see one more, Colin. Here we go. I don't know if you watched this yet, Jason. <laughs> I heard a thump on my window, and I yelled at my husband to go get the camera. This is <laughs> literally outside my living room. Oh, there's no volume. It's no good without volume. Is that a bird? That's an owl. Oh, wow, because it's smaller on my screen. Yeah, I see, that's beautiful. <gasps> <laughs> so, oops, let me go back There's to you. There's synchronicity right there. <laughs> yeah, so the owl, um, let me show you guys. So I don't know if you can see it from here, but I can see it. Rebecca has a tattoo of an owl, and that owl paid me a visit one week after I had my tattoo done. So like owls have been a really big deal for me for many years. My daughters have called me the crazy owl lady. Everybody always buys me owl stuff. I have keychains. I have votives. I ha you name it. I have it an owl. And so when I was listening to your show with um, let me think, Mike. You guys both yeah. had Al as your totem animal. And so I know why I feel so strongly connected to the owl, but can you share with the audience what a totem animal even is? Because a lot of people listening may not even have thought about it before. Uh, my understanding of it is that it's an animal that represents a spiritual connection that you can have. And so for example, like I picked owl because I, I, I strength, I have two parrots, as I always say on my show, and birds always gravitate to me. But spiritually, owls are all about wisdom and looking, taking a step back, looking at things from a, you know, from a 360 kind of point of view. And for me, that's where the totem for the owl works. And, and sometimes when I ask my guests that question, it, depending even if they're super spiritual, they'll get caught off guard because they're like, I have to pick an animal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it just you'll see different guests kind of say different things. And it's always interesting to, to see them answer and, and kind of get. I usually do at the end of the show. It kind of sets a good tone. It the, does. You know. And I really enjoyed listening to it. Another show of yours that I just finished watching, I thought was really cool, was with Jackie Leppin. And you yes. referred to her as a visionary. And oh my goodness, does she speak our language, Jason? Wow. Yes. How did you first meet her? Jackie's amazing. She, uh, she's got a very long and distinguished career. She started off with sports stuff. Mm -hmm. In LA, she was one of the first commentators and correspondents with sports back when, back in then, it was all male oriented, male dominated. Right. And she worked her way through. And I got, I got introduced to her through my show. Actually, she uh, publicists will hit you up when they see uh, if you have certain type of guests, a caliber of guests, and they'll start marketing to you. And that's how we became acquainted with each other. She would 
send um, some of her clients who are speakers onto my show who have books and authors and she uses change maker and I love that term. Change maker. I just think it's such a great thing. That is, well, one thing I picked up, I think her book was called The Conscious Creation. And I'm yes. all about manifest manifestation Huge. of any sort, just daydreaming and visualization. And that when I was watching that episode, I really loved everything that she had to say about all of that. And I, I, I just really enjoyed the show overall. I thought it was super fun. Uh, I took a lot away from it. And the biggest thing um, I thought was cool is you mentioned in your notes about your journey with starting the podcast. And so when you went from being an attorney, which you are still an attorney, practicing attorney, I'm sure more than full time because it's a busy job. You're in five different states. Your personal injury, I'm sure you work very closely with different uh, insurance companies. And then- I do property stuff, just property property insurance. Okay, property insurance. And and so, you know, you've got this huge career going and then all this stuff on the side happening for you for many years, many years, many years, and you finally get the courage, whoop, and now you're at your friend's store giving readings on a regular basis. But that whole transition, I wanna hear more about that because I feel like I'm going through the same transition and I'd love your advice for somebody coming from the professional world who doesn't wanna come across as cuckoo when they're, (laughs) you know what I mean? When they're doing their thing. So you wanna know what a professional, like what type of advice would I give to a fellow professional who has intuitive uh, underlings and want, you know, feelings for intuition and wanna explore it more and be open about it? Yeah, I think that's. I think that was a beautiful way to summarize what I was just asking right. you for. I will, I'll say this, don't be afraid. I was afraid for 10 years, don't be afraid. There's no point to it. And you know what, after everything with the spiritual awakening our society is undergoing right now, I feel like it's a renaissance. Right. And I feel like anyone who's a professional can be comfortable in their own skin and say, hey, you know what? I have intuition and I'm comfortable with that and I am who I am, but I'm still a professional and I'm still credentialed and it doesn't change anything that I've done yesterday or the day before or tomorrow. I just happen to be an intuitive feeling person and I know how to dis- dis- you know, distinguish that from when I do my professional job. But don't you feel, and I have to say that I, I at least I do, but I, I- when you're advocating for your clients and you're going into battle in the courtroom, I don't know how often you actually make it to the courtroom. You probably settle a lot of things outside of the courtroom, but I'm sure your intuition helps you a lot with the advice you give your clients. I'm gonna say this and I stick by this. You know how you have rules as in real estate for Arizona that uh-huh. govern you and ethics and all that? Well, oh, yeah. we have for all the five states I'm in, mean, we've got the bar rules and, mm-hmm. and ethics rules. And since none of the rules as a lawyer contemplate there's no guidance that if I was to call the Bar Association for Florida and say, hey, I'm a psychic and I'm an attorney, what kind of rules govern me? I think the rules are set up to set minimum requirements for ethics, but it's also there to be equal playing field. Mm-hmm. So since I have intuition and psychic abilities, when I do the lawyer role, it's like I take off my psychic hat to my to whatever reason that is, that's how I do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't usually, I don't use the intuition side of me when I'm in the courtroom or when I'm doing my law work. Really? So I keep them I keep them separate. And I've been doing that since day one. That was a compromise I made with myself is keep them separate. Don't let your psychic clients know you're a lawyer. If they find out, great. But you don't give legal advice to any psychic clients and you don't give psychic advice to any legal clients. So I've kept those two. And I even usually do my psychic role after hours. After six o'clock, my uh-huh. psychic role starts. Weekends, psychic role. And then, so are you basically saying that you have the ability to turn off any outside maybe information you may be receiving because you've Correct. told the that world 
I'm on the clock right now as a lawyer, so don't talk to me. I'll talk to you after six o'clock tonight. That's my that's my goal. That's my compromise with myself and my spirit guides. I said, if you're going to have me pursue this and do this, then I'm going to have to make sure I keep it separate. So it was interesting you bring up uh, ethics. I actually just got an email yesterday. Every four years, I get to take an ethics really? class. Yes. And I say get to because I'm going on almost 30 years in the business. So every four years comes like this. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And and I didn't actually think of it as an ethics situation. But apparently, I, I could see it now that you bring it up like that. Because is it fair that you would maybe have knowledge that you shouldn't have from the other side if it could help your client in a certain way? So that's interesting that that was what you considered before you even jumped you know head first into the line of work you're now doing on nights and weekends i had to contemplate it and for me this all started out as a hobby by the way when when megan approached me i was like this is a hobby i'm not doing this for anything more than that Mm -hmm. and it was funny because i didn't even when you start out with this you don't even know what kind of accurate readings or what kind of information you know you got to get past your ego right you got to get past self-doubt and so for me, going through the process in the last five years, I got past self-doubt, no problem, but mm-hmm. I had to compromise with myself that if I want to do this right, I'm going to do it right. And so I'm going to keep it separate and keep them completely. And I learned that when I had my cancer, like I put things in boxes, I keep things in different categories. Compartmentalize, I think Compartmentalize, is, the, is exactly. the big word that I usually screw up when I'm trying to describe I, that. I, I was, yeah, that's 100%. <laughs> so Jason, you bring up the cancer, and of course that's a big part of who you have become because it played an instrumental role in your life. I love the fact that you intuitively knew six months prior to being diagnosed that you had it because somebody was talking to you. Was grandpa talking to you? Who was telling you? You know, I have my own intuition that's separate from spirit guides. And this was like, hey, go walk up to the window underneath your office. It's like the middle of March. And it's like, you know, 70 degree weather. Like Florida is most of the time we don't have hurricanes or bad weather. We have nice you know, mm-hmm. chill weather in the uh-huh. March. And I, I usually walk real fast from point A to point B. Or my, you're probably the same way. We're on a mission to go from point A to point B all the time. Yeah. So I went and got coffee and I'm walking back to my office and it turned out my call at 10 o'clock got canceled. So I had a few extra minutes to kind of look in the window with its reflection to see my reflection that day. And it was a full body mirror basically. Oh, and no. I looked up and down my reflection in that window and I said, all of a sudden, just without me thinking, I was like, would it be weird if I had cancer in my body and didn't know it? And it was a weird feeling. It was like, there's cancer in me and I know that, but I don't know where, and I don't know how I have cancer, but I do. And then I walked upstairs and like any other psychic information I get, I of course shared that with my coworkers at the time from mm-hmm. my firm. And I remember telling friends and close family about it. And it was five or six months later in August when I got diagnosed with the stage one kidney cancer after I had a, C- a CAT scan done for, I was supposed to do a diverticulitis surgery. So I knew okay. I could putting that off. And so I finally went to get the CT scan for the diverticulitis. And that's when I found out from my doctor that before I do that surgery, we got to take care of this other thing first. And so I had to meet my urologist. I already knew it was cancer. I was like, oh, I guess I'm right. I got cancer. But I was very nonchalant about it because my grandfather was on that call. Mm-hmm. And he basically said, you're going to be OK. Oh. And then when I met with the urologist, my grandfather was in the office and I felt goosebumps wash over me like you did earlier in the show. Yeah. That's spiritual communication when you feel that. Oh, of course. And it's also waking yourself up to spirit. And being guided and he told me in the in the in the thing you're going to be okay in the office when the urologist was speaking to me about it procedures i knew i was going to get through it so that side of it didn't bother me Mm -hmm. it was more like but then for three weeks i had to wait because at first they found the growth on my liver my lung and my kidney and i had to wait for an mri to get scheduled and that took three weeks so even though i knew i'd be okay the ego side of me haunted back for those three weeks while i waited to get the mri done 
And of course you're thinking in your head, what's the worst that could happen here versus what's the best. So that's like kind of like where cancer kind of but was took it, me on a detour. Was it during that era where you also had your near death experience? Yes, that was in November of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom had kept praying to you know God and my grandfather, whoever she could privately. She constantly kept praying and I and she never told me this. She didn't tell me she had a nightly prayer she did where she asked basically for my grandfather to reassure her in a dream. She wanted a dream. She's like, I just want my dad to reassure me in a dream because he comes to us in dreams regularly, by the way. Right. Uh, I want him to come and reassure me that Jason's going to live after me, that I'm going to die a natural death and that everything's going to be okay and he'll be fine. Well, when I had the cancer operation, which was they did a cryoblast September of 2018, so I had to go for the second procedure. So my grandfather didn't reassure her before my surgery. He reassured her when I went in for my, um, I went in for a colonoscopy in November, right before my second surgery in December. Mm-hmm. And I went under anesthesia. And while I was under anesthesia, I'm in this beautiful, I wind up waking up in this beautiful garden while I'm under. And in that garden, I felt my grandfather, I sensed him, I knew it was him. My grandmother was there, other loved ones were there. What really caught me amazing about everything was the unconditional love that I felt like right. when the night he died with the orbs of light. In that garden, it was unconditional love mm-hmm. on every level possible. And he told me in, in that experience, he said, while well, I was under anesthesia for like 20 minutes or whatever it was, he said, son, I love you, we love you. When you come out of this, make sure when you talk to your mother, you tell her specifically that I am telling her this is her dream, basically. I'm telling her that um, you're going to survive everything. You're going to be fine. She's not going to predecease you and that you're going to make it through all this stuff strong and, and loud and clear. And uh, so I called her right away, actually, after I came to you. That's so beautiful. And uh, thank you so much for sharing that, Jason. I, I love to share that. I, I, Anything I, I could do to share personal experience, let people know spirituality is real. It's absolutely real. And I have my sh- slew of stories. And, 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 I, and I don't believe, for me, it was the death of my father. We had five deaths oh, in two sorry. months, three in three days. It I'm was, so sorry. It, oh, it, it's life, right? I mean, part of coming here is, is leaving, right? And so um, that woke me up. The last five years, my life has been totally different as a result. But I don't believe that you have to experience death to wake up. And I'm sure there's people out there that don't have to go through what maybe you and I both went through to wake us up to realize there's a lot more to life than just real estate deals or, you know, <laughs> contracts for your clients and things of that nature. Right. And it's um, 100% correct. <laughs> I personally believe and I think I was listening to the show that you did with Jackie. She was talking about frequency and vibration. And I am huge into synchronicities, vibrations and just bringing up your frequency like when i start discovering it i'm like oh my gosh that whole saying about hey i like your vibe or you know digging your vibe (laughs) i I, like i never understood what that really meant until i started getting into frequencies and vibrations and there's meaning behind all of that and see this yes that's exactly where i was going so (laughs) maybe i'm intuitive i'll pick it up on it yes (laughs) so your your rose quartz right there i noticed on your intro you were holding it the entire time Yes, and- I, I use this. I use this as I work from home. I use this when I do calls. I'll use it when I do readings. I'll do it even that I do do with lawyer calls. I'll have a piece of rose quartz in my hand when I do mm-hmm. negotiations. It's I- just a chill vibe. It's an unconditional love stone. Mm-hmm. I actually got activated the crystals when I was in Arizona at Sedona in my trip in 2016. Ah, that's so very Arizona is a very spiritual place, as you know. Yeah. And in the United States, I feel like it's one of the most spiritual areas. Mm-hmm. 
that we can go to domestically aside from finding ley lines other places. But. Right. No, it, it's, yeah, Sedona is just out of this world. Last year, right before COVID hit, or I guess it's going on a year and a half now, I got to go to Sedona and, and listen to Dr. Joe Dispenza in a seminar. And oh, oh wow. my gosh, I had so much fun. And then COVID was the following month. But uh, yeah, Sedona, definitely the crystals, definitely. I have a meditation practice I've done in the, in the last five years. And most of it, I'm like literally covering my body with crystals because they just feel so good <laughs> To me, I like I. I'll sit there in my position, and I'll have them all lined up my legs, and I'll be holding them, <laughs> and they just feel so good. Uh, certain yes. ones more so than others. I'm a huge fan of amethyst myself. Brought home a really interesting. That one right here. Oh, they're beautiful, and they just feel so good. And 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 that is a perfect segue into our next episode. For those of you guys watching right now, I had shared that we're gonna do part two because I had asked Jason if he'd be willing to read me on air and he said yes and so I'm super excited for it because you know he mentioned courage and I don't know if you're a fan of Brene Brown but I love her three C's so when you said the word courage it just popped up to me about how important it is to be connected to be compassionate and to have courage it's all about love, love of self, love for humanity, love for others, and having a grateful heart. And that is how I keep my vibration high. And Jason, thank you so much for all the sharing you did with me. I am so excited to start episode, our next episode. But that said, we're going to end today's show. I hope you guys enjoy the credits, and I'll make sure to, that you guys can get a hold of Jason. Uh, just stay tuned. Thank you. Wow, what a great show with Jason Zuck, the social psychic host of the Social Psychic Radio Show. If you want to check out his website, go to dsocialpsychicradio.com. If you want to go to the Social social Psychic, you should just go to thesocialpsychic.com. And as far as any of the other locations you can find him, you can find him on Facebook. You can find him on YouTube. Join as a subscriber. Go to Instagram. He's on LinkedIn. And his Twitter handle is dsocialpsychic. Um, for stats for the show, all-time listens, he's had 154,000 all-time listens since la- launching his show just a few years ago. He's n- rated number one by iTunes charts.net, U.S. Religion and Spirituality Podcast, top 40 chart among the top 10 podcasts for U.S. Religion and Spirituality during the last quarter of 2018. He's ranked number 15 by Feedspot on their list of top 35 psychic podcasts you must follow in 2021. And he's been nominated by prettyprogressive.com as a top international justice podcast. He is amazing and you should check out everything you can about him simply because he's that cool. Hope you guys enjoyed the shows. What a great show. And thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. Otherwise, we'll have another show for you again right here next Monday at 11 a.m. Arizona time. I'm on vacation every single day Cause I love my occupation Hey, hey, hey I'm on vacation every single day Every, every single day